sometimes feel that there's nobody to talk to about the things you need to talk about? Well, look no further. Welcome to Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne are here to discuss the topics you've been asking about. Now, here's Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and I'm here with my other beautiful show host, Dottery Poo. Hello, I'm Rio Wade. <laughs> we haven't been here in a hot minute. I have. You haven't. I haven't, because you work here. I work here. <laughs> I'm here all the time. You literally are here all the time. Yeah. I don't think we've been on mic in a long time. It feels like we went through the holidays. And no, we've been on mic since then. Have we? Uh, don't quote me on it. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> well... We, I don't feel like we've been here in a long time, but we do have a show for you today. And it's something that kind of bit me in the butt this week. Um, and we're going to craft it into a show. And we're going to, we're going to discuss how to make big decisions. Yes, we've had, I mean, decisions are, what movie was I watching? Decisions every single day. I, it was like Mr. Deeds or something random <laughs> like that. And they were giving the son a lecture about how, um, Every single thing you do is a decision. Or maybe mm. it was a TV show. Um, but it's the truth. Yeah, basically I mean, being like everything you ever do in your entire life is a decision. Right. So how do you navigate the really difficult ones? How do you... And how do you delineate between permanent and non-permanent ones? Well, yeah. So th- I, in my brain, there's a difference <clears throat> in making a permanent decision versus making a non-permanent or a semi-permanent decision. Mm-hmm. There's less stress, I guess, less commitment Mm -hmm. to a non-permanent decision, say what you're eating for dinner because you can eat another dinner the next day. Right. Or your hair color, for example. Yeah. That's something that's a semi-permanent decision for me that I've, um, you know, making the choice to have my hair different colors because it goes away. And you can correct it or change it if you choose to. That's something that I feel comfortable changing my hair color. Others have a harder time with that semi-permanent decision um, because I know a lot of people that always come up to me, like I've said before, they wish they could dye their hair blue. Mm -hmm. They wish they could cut it short. They wish, they wish, they wish. They're not comfortable in making that decision. So why aren't they comfortable in making that semi-permanent decision? Everyone makes decisions differently. Mm -hmm. So that's something that was kind of interesting to us. And then one of our street team members... Or I guess she's a part of the show, too. Yeah, she's just at beauty school, which is interesting. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Well, I wonder if that has an influence on on her her question. You you know it does. To the decision. Um, She posed a question. I'll read it to you. That caused some, not necessarily controversy, because it's not negative. I don't want it to be a negative connotation. And not between us, either, to be clear. No, no, yeah, not amongst anyone. It just caused some sort of reaction in us that we want to explore. because Mm -hmm. And reaction in others on this strand that we'll talk about, too. interpersonal and external awareness going on here that we didn't know that we needed to address. I know. So that's why I I feel like we need to talk about this as a community. Um, And here's Yvonne's question, and it's a very innocent question. Um, Just out of curiosity, what are your views on cosmetic surgeries? For example, breast augmentation, nose jobs, etc. And why? So for me, when I heard this question... Um, obviously it's something that she's maybe considering personally. Mm -hmm. Um, and she said specifically cosmetic surgery, such as breast augmentation, elective, elective, non-necessary, um, augmentations to quote, enhance 
aspects of your body. Of, aspects right. of yourself or change, so, and, not even enhance, but change. This is our caveat <clears throat> is I would be lying to you if I said that I had never considered plastic surgery electively in my life because right. there have been moments where I'm like, well, maybe if I get a nose job, it will change my face just slightly and I'll like mm-hmm. it more. Or maybe if I have big boobs, people will take me more seriously and guys won't just shove me to the side because I'm quirky and people don't give me the attention that they give other girls. And is it because, you know, I need lipo for my stomach or do I need a boob job or, you know, what if, what if, what if? I mean, I've thought those things before. Me as well. And I think that it would be remiss. Um, Perhaps there are women out there that this thought has never crossed their mind. Right. And I think that's awesome. Right. Um, I am not one of those women. Mm -hmm. I have looked in the mirror on many occasion and thought, how 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 badly would it hurt yeah. to do this yeah. or to do that? Is it really that bad? I've thought about lip injections. I've thought about all the, but it was mostly in like middle school. Ironically, it mm. wasn't even because in my twenties and in college, not once. I I Good. I reached the point about junior year of high school where I was like, no way, I'm not. You know, and mm-hmm. I have my reasons for that, and that's what I posted on Yvonne's status mm-hmm. because I don't know. I I just think. I don't agree with it um, for many reasons, as I'm sure other people can relate to me along those lines. Um, So for me, when I hear that question, again, under the assumption that we're talking about elective cosmetic surgery that is not necessary for any medical means. This is not medical reasons. Right. So we're not talking about burn victims. We're not talking about deviated septums. We're not talking about any medical necessity that would require plastic surgery cancer survivors technically well we that's not true we will talk about cancer survivors separately because i still have an opinion on breast augmentations for people that have had a mastectomy so mm-hmm. that's different that's not a necessity. but your opinion is personal right of course mm-hmm. and i i have had plastic surgery i have had reconstructive surgery on my thigh because <laughs> i fell off of a windowsill <laughs> fell on top of a target nightstand and got a chunk of my leg ripped out all it right i've had 32 stitches where the plastic surgeon reconstructed my leg tissue so that i wouldn't have an indent all yes. right <laughs> and to be clear on that um you were being reconstructed right and we did not discuss with the plastic surgeon about remedying its Appearance. appearance it was functionality yes we had to close up the hole that <laughs> right. was exposing the muscle as to make sure that my muscle would not be affected and it was gross and interfere with um <sighs> daily movement so, so gross so i forget that happened to me and everyone's like oh i'm like yeah i've had plastic surgery but <laughs> just because a plastic surgeon did reconstructive surgery on my muscle tissue doesn't mean that you know i had an elective augmentation right anyway vastly different right so just making sure that we know that we're talking about elective non-necessary um, cosmetic surgery to alter someone's appearance. Mm-hmm. My opinion is no, for lots of reasons. <laughs> um, anytime you go under the knife, you are literally risking your life. Mm-hmm. You are being cut open and exposed to life-threatening bacteria. You could have permanent damage for a, an infinite amount of things that could happen in an operating room. You're increasing your chance of hurting yourself by a billion, whatever the number is, mm-hmm. just by being cut open in a surgical room. That is whether it's a necessity or not. So why, in my opinion, I ask myself, why would I subject myself to those odds for what reason? So that I can have bigger boobs? Okay, so I want bigger boobs. What's my reasoning? That's my second question and my second reason for not agreeing with it. And and this is the, the conclusion that I've reached, you know, at my age and why I don't want it anymore. 
what is the reason? And I, and I, I interpret that through art too. So like mm-hmm. in my dances, I pose a question. What's mm-hmm. the reason for this? Mm-hmm. So in this life experience, right. What's the motive? What, what am I trying to fulfill? What is your desire? Right. Why do I have what's the desire? What's the cause? Of right. your desire. And in my opinion, that should be explored through therapy and by mm-hmm. other means of self-exploration. It shouldn't be, oh my God, I'm insecure, I need boobs. It should be, I want boobs. Am I insecure or do I want to fill a void of something else? Because I don't go to the blame game, oh, you want a boob job, you're insecure. I don't do that either because maybe that's not the reason. I would agree. I'm very open to the discussion. Mm-hmm. And I think that when I state my opinion, people get... They misunderstand well, me. Well, we did have some misunderstanding on the Facebook strand. I don't think we should read them verbatim, but basically we offered our opinion. And an- the other opinion that I have is the money. It's so, so <laughs> expensive. And for a college kid who can't afford gas money, why are we entertaining the idea of a thousand, thousand, thousands of dollars operation that causes maintenance throughout the rest of your life? And you can, but I could make that argument for even people that have disposable incomes that can absorb that. Well, that, that fifteen twenty thousand dollars $20,000 into your boob job, do you think maybe you could fund a college student? It's saying you have disposable money. Yeah. As a college student with no money, don't you think you should use it for school or a car or an apartment or saving for future children or I anything? Think just a list of <laughs> groceries, like your friend's groceries. <laughs> I don't know. Go on a trip to expand your brain. Like there's so many things that those thousands of dollars should go towards instead of an unnecessarily life or an unnecessary life-threatening choice, I don't agree with it. That's just my personal opinion. I echo a lot of your sentiments verbatim. Mm -hmm. Um, I do want to point out people sometimes when they hear us say these things, they don't understand the background of where we're coming from. Mm -hmm. You and I have come from a background over the last decade studying the motive of women looking to change their appearance Mm -hmm. and, and what that motive comes from. Think of Jean Kilborn. Think of misrepresentation. Um, who's another great feminist? Um, Gloria Steinem. The socialization of, of the female mm-hmm. gender. Exactly. Is- so when women say they want to augment themselves for some standard of aesthetics, I immediately have to question, who are you measuring yourself against right. and why? What? Whose boobs do you want? Exactly. And so, why don't you want your own? So for example, I've had friends that have gone through elective um, cosmetic surgery. I have no judgment to them. I just simply have these questions. Um, my friend was gathering images off the internet of different people's boobs yeah. and to take into the surgeon. And I thought to myself, wow, um, that's troubling to me. Can't yours be good? Right. What's the you, matter with you, yours? Yeah, that's that's a hundred percent literally wishing you had somebody else's body. I know, and that's the part that troubles me the most. Because if you go through your exploration and the end of your journey, you come up with the fact I just want them because I like big boobs and I want them on my that's body. A, that's a fine excuse too. Cool. I'm totally on board. But I want our listeners, and I want. Yvonne, when she's asking this question, to go through the exercise and the extra work to really get in touch with the motive. Because if Mm -hmm. your motive is you're insecure and you want to make yourself look like everybody else does in media, that really breaks my heart. Mm -hmm. Because we shouldn't be trying to measure ourselves up to a standard that's been falsified. Well, and it's going to change in 10 years. (laughs) Let's look at the 20s, for example. Women who had big breasts were not deemed beautiful. (laughs) They needed to be wafy. And even I'll go into my own childhood. Let's look at the late 80s, early 90s when Kate Moss came on the scene. Mm -hmm. And she bared her, you know, very 
tiny boobs and everyone was like oh I want tiny I boobs yeah yeah so the this aesthetic is, is going to change this is the part that really freaks me out yeah I I um I don't I am not against elective surgeries. I just really want people to know it deep down in their psyche what the motive is. It really troubles me. And we have a very elementary um, parallel that I think will be interesting for people to hear when we come back from the break. But something that I had to make the decision about when I was young, I think echoes a lot of these same decision-making concepts that we're dealing with. So I don't know. I think we'll kind of put it in perspective. Yeah, and we have other examples that we're going to talk about as well. So not just cosmetic surgery. But for now, we're going to take a break. Stay tuned. Want to know what's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network host? How about what's new with our network? Make sure you check out the iRadio blog, a look at what's hot at Voice America and beyond. Visit www.iradioblog.com today. Get the inside scoop on every channel on our network, including breaking news, featured guests, blog posts from our hosts, and much more. Make sure you sign up for our newsletter for even more inside action. Visit iradioblog.com today and stay connected. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Join us every week for Paper Hope Next Generation. This is a program for all women, regardless of age, who want to connect and start having real conversations about tough subjects. None of our topics are off the table. From the pages of the Paper Hope blog to the Internet radio airwaves, we'll talk about the topics that impact women with specific focus on relationships, family, community, and self. Join Paper Hope Next Generation live every Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Hope that you will be a part of the conversation. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and I'm here with my lovely daughter, Ipu. Hello. Hello. And we are talking about how to make 
big decisions. And not that we have the answers on how you're supposed to do this. Our opinion, in hopes that somebody struggling out there either recognizes they agree with us or they disagree. Because my goal in life, too, is for you to disagree with me because then you come to a realization. I love that, too. Yeah, I'm good with that, too. And it's funny because... Talking about the question, um, our other show host, Yvonne, who you've not heard from in a while because she's busy at cosmetic school. Cosmetology. Cosmetology school, um, which we'll talk about why I think that's an interesting yes. thing. Well, I, before <laughs> break, I mentioned that there's a there's a very elementary parallel that she posed the question, you mm-hmm. know, what are your opinions on boob jobs, nose jobs, you know, elective Elective. augmentations. And Mm -hmm. we were discussing about how we don't agree with them, you know, just personally Mm -hmm. on a number of bases being, you know, my last thing I mentioned was the money I would much rather Mm -hmm. see spent elsewhere in somebody's life. Um, Have you taken enough time to introspectively examine why you want them? Because if it's for the wrong reasons and I don't agree with it, and I I personally think, and I know you said the same exact thing, um, at least a year's worth of yeah. of discussing it with a therapist, the yeah. doctor, a your loved ones, like everyone. You should, yeah. You should be the community. You <laughs> should be willing to completely examine this from the inside out. So I have two examples of women that I've witnessed go through breast augmentation, and I thought was fabulous success. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I even caveat that by saying I still wish that they hadn't. Right. Um, I still wish that they hadn't. But their decision. It's their decision. And the reason why I wish that they hadn't is because I wish that there weren't the societal pressures Mm -hmm. to measure up to another person's version of beautiful. Right. Because in 20 years from now, are people going to be being like, oh, man, I really need to get a breast reduction because... Well, I, I, just, knew girls, I don't like my big boobs. Well, why don't you like your big boobs? Because society says don't like them. I had two girls that I went to school with and one um, family member who had breast... Re- yeah, two friends and one family member breast reductions. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a lot of health implications that go with that too. Mm-hmm. That's something else to consider. But enlarging your breasts and putting foreign objects into your body, just it, it astounds me that that is a consideration for what reason. M- me personally, mm-hmm. I can't think of a reason that would make me do that. You know? I can. I can think of a reason. My reason would be that I'm worried about how other people view right, me. But in, I'm worried about being judged harshly that I don't measure up to the societal right. standards. But that's why I say therapy should be yeah. implemented before you go under the knife. Mm-hmm. You should be able to combat that. If the reason is you're worried about not having big boobs for other people, no, you should not be allowed. You should be put through a counseling system mm-hmm. just like any transgender person does. Mm-hmm. They have to battle to get what they want. Yeah, they and, have to support their right. views on and that's why. And that's a whole other story that people will argue with us all day long, but <laughs> they have to go through therapy mm-hmm. and all these different types of counseling for years and years before they're mm-hmm. allowed to get reconstructive surgery. Mm-hmm. And for them, it's a necessity. Mm-hmm. And you can argue that if it's a necessity or not all day long. I teeter on the I don't know. I mean, should they risk their life to be who they want to be or should they not if I had a loved one that wanted to go through the surgery I'd be worried sick if for them be to worried, be you know so it's but I wouldn't want them just like women who elect surgery I wouldn't want you to go through your whole life desiring it and not getting right. it see that's I just want you to examine right. why Right. You want it. It's so because, yeah, so I guess saying that out loud, I guess I do teeter on the breast augmentation, the the, the nose job. Um, I teeter on do it for yourself and I teeter on don't ever do it because it's really dangerous and unnecessary. I think because you and I understand why the desire is there. Right. Like I the said, it's because hurts. I've had I've had the thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, I 
have made the decision. I mean, the desires will still pop up, I'm sure. Of in course. Life, you know? I, I can attest to that it's, at 40 right. something years it's old. It's not that I'm completely perfect and I've, I've, I've nailed it. I have I don't the answer. Have it nailed. No. There, I'm, there's still times where I'm like, you know, I could probably get some lipo on my arms <laughs> and I'll be a little bit skinnier, you know, like, I don't know. <sighs> just, my boobs are, are too small, too big, whatever. There's still going to be those demons, but I've Absolutely. just come to the conclusion that I'm going to ignore them. You, you've touched on something that I think is important in this dialogue with any decision making. If you don't go through the proper process of digesting why you want to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's just say in the case of augmentation, if a weight loss, anything like that, mm-hmm. if you don't go through the, the, the work, the work uh-huh. you will not be happy at the end of it. Right. It's You'll like still when feel shitty. You a car. It's like it's not your car. You still feel you shitty know? at the end yeah. of it. So to me, it's worth doing the upfront work, and then by the time you get to actually engaging in that activity, you can say with one hundred percent confidence, "I did this for the right reasons." Well, and even if it's just I want it. Right. And when you're talking about weight loss, I think of actually doing the work first to improve your body, the health and the dieting. Mm-hmm. People have to go through, or they should be, mm-hmm. you know, mandated to go through those steps Counseling. before. Or just like with me, I'm battling mm-hmm. with what do I do about my depression and anxiety? Mm-hmm. Do I go to the doctor and do I get prescribed medication? No, I'm not going to allow myself to do that because I need to make better life choices. Mm-hmm. I need to seek a counselor mm-hmm. and see if, if discussion is something that will... Nice, Lindsay. <laughs> something that <laughs> will you. In, improve my mental health before I go to the yeah. doctor and get the quick fix of the, the, of quick the medical fix. procedure of taking pills. I need to go. I, I mean, me, mm-hmm. you're basically, you've said it's mandatory. You need to, and it's mandatory. I, I value your opinion because you've been through it. I suffer so, from it chronically. Right. So I, myself, I'm putting myself through these steps before I, I just like, all right, I need pills. Yeah. And, and I, I think that's the same decision that you should, everything, making process you everything. should have with any kind of medical alteration. Anything. Yeah. It's a big like that. And I will tell you too, when you do the work, it's not that it's easy. That's why it's called work. Right. It freaking sucks mm-hmm. because you don't feel better right, right away. And right. that, that could be the same for augmentation. That could be the same for selecting talk therapy over drugs mm-hmm. or any other kind of escapism right. through illegal drugs. Right. Um, doing the work is hard and it's mm-hmm. scary Yeah, because you have to face things that maybe you weren't aware of. And I can see that in this thread mm-hmm. on Facebook. People are getting offensive. They were very offensive. And at first I was like, wait a minute, I wasn't really trying to offend anybody. But then my husband of all people <laughs> put it in perspective. He's like, you've offended them. And I was yeah. like, oh shit. Yeah. I did not mean offense. And I can tell you that in this conversation we're having, I mean no offense in my expressing my opinion. I just want people to do the work. Just talking about it you know between you and I right now is helping me come to certain conclusions like comparing the boob augmentation to the transgender like I'm I'm reformulating my 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 opinion in its entirety and I think that happens a lot on the journey through the work Mm -hmm. is you come to different conclusions Mm -hmm. I change my mind every day about a plethora (laughs) of things I don't know what I think you know so you know what it is you're open and that's the part I love and I want people on that thread and I want Yvonne and I want our listeners to at least be open, be open to everything, examine everything, because I'll I'll put it in context of my tattoo. Mm -hmm. Um, These are permanent, Mm -hmm. pretty permanent. I mean, I I could go get it removed, but it would be painful and it wouldn't look the same as my natural skin. 
So I wanted a tattoo when I was 18 years old and the placement of it was hilarious. I wanted it on my um, four-packed belly. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> my 89-pound frame. I thought it would look really cute there in <laughs> the late 80s, early 90s. But then I thought to myself, gosh, the instant gratification would be fabulous. I could go and do that right away. But what happens if one day I elect to be a mother? Mm-hmm. And, and I'm fortunate enough to be able to be pregnant and that butterfly will become a moth. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, you know, maybe I better wait. Yeah. And so I came to the idea that if I really want a tattoo, I'm going to think a really long time. Now, I obviously am very conservative in my movement. I, I waited until I was 40 yeah. <laughs> before I got my one and only tattoo. But I can tell you with 100% certainty, I adore it. You love it. I love it. You admire it. it all the time. I'm always touching it yeah. and looking at it. It's on my wrist. Yeah. I, I'll leave a picture on the um, um, Instagram yeah. for you so you can see it. So it's not that I'm against making these life-altering changes. It's just the time, the and, time the effort. and effort of yeah. really thinking through it. Well, the the elementary decision that I was talking about at the beginning and last segment is something that, to me it's not permanent because they close up ear piercings mm-hmm. um, and I mean I have a nose piercing as well and my ear holes are super big because they're gauged um, but these decisions like I what was I like six when I wanted that my ears mm-hmm. pierced or something like that and mom was like you have to wait at least a year and if you still want it at the end of the year mm-hmm. then go ahead. And that was my first run-in with, like, decision-making tactics. Mm -hmm. And I still wanted it, and I got it, and Mm -hmm. I still love them. But I think if I would have gotten them at the very beginning, I would have had some regret because I would have been like, well, I feel... I took advantage of my own self because I didn't explore everything. So now, you know, my virgin ears are ruined and I can't make a decision, a, a, a fully explored decision anymore because it's been taken from me. Doesn't Same it feel thing, different? It's, it is. And I, and I, I guarantee that if I would have done it right away, I wouldn't have wanted them anymore. No. You know, I mean, little little sister Lindsay over mm-hmm. here doesn't wear her earrings, doesn't want them anymore. Nope. She she regretted that decision. Yeah, maybe her decision was too quick. It was too quick, and she was younger than you. Mm-hmm. Um, she was seven, and, and she did it because her other friends. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but she had the same year. Interesting, right? She had the same year that you did. Um, but maybe she didn't look at it like I did. Correct. I'm, I've I've been very self analytical since <laughs> the moment I was born. Um, nose ring, same thing. Mm-hmm. I wanted it since I was like what, 14? Waited till I was 16 because, you know, you have to be 16. Um, and I love it. I mm-hmm. mean, I, I n- have never taken it out a day in my life. I've had it for five years almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but you everything. took the time to make the choice. Right. And it would, the choice was appropriate for you. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and, and there's a lot of different, not so permanent, you know, extravagant choices um, that still require the same amount of attention, I think, permanently, semi-permanently, or non-permanently, um, that we'll definitely get into on the in the next segment. But uh, just 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 sitting here talking about it makes me realize how much goes into decision making, and sometimes we need to revisit it because we forget that there's you know a lot of work that goes into choosing this or that there's a lot of work and what happens you have to think of your future self too right and that's a hard thing i'm realizing for a lot of people do i have time to tell you my horrible tattoo story i do not oh that's a cliffhanger (laughs) i'll tell you i'll tell you why i waited a long time for my tattoo when we come back (laughs) you're listening to paper hope next generation on the voice american empowerment channel we'll be right back
follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. I'm your show host, Tamara Wade, and I'm here with my daughter at Pooh. Hi. Rio Wade. And we're talking about something that gets us really fired up um, for so many reasons. (laughs) Yeah, right? Um, We're talking about how to make big decisions. And in our last few segments, we've covered our personal opinions on elective cosmetic surgery, tattooing, piercings. And I shared my my 18-year-old self-story of how I wanted to get a butterfly that was going to turn into a moth (laughs) on my stomach. Nothing wrong with moths because that would be my first tattoo if I ever got a tattoo. Isn't that ironic? Yeah. And I think (laughs) moths can be beautiful when they're designed that Uh, way. (laughs) So you mean a very tired butterfly. (laughs) Oh yeah. I didn't want it to reflect. So my other tattoo story, and because I told you guys I waited till I was 40 to get mine and I love it. Um, there was a little speed bump in the middle of this journey. Um, I, Rio's, as you go, you guys know, Rio's nickname is Pooh. <laughs> like, and I tried to just mask it by calling her Winnie the Pooh. Mm. It, it was really Pooh for like poop. <laughs> for like, yeah, my bowel movements were uh, quite special, apparently. Quite memorable. Very memorable. <laughs> and we've told this story on air before, the fact that you swallowed your bowel movement on the yeah, way out. Yeah, it's full of shit since the minute I was born. That's yes. my tagline. That's right. So, so you can put it on the bumper sticker. Was, so, what, what, what was I in the NICU for swallowing my own poop? Yes. <laughs> What's so, this one in for? Eh, she's full of shit. So her name is Pooh. <laughs> poop. She yeah. loves poop today. <laughs> oh God, it's just so funny. But So for Winnie the Pooh, I thought that I would get a Winnie the Pooh tattoo for Rio. <laughs> Guess where I was going to put it? On your butt? tramp stamp area <laughs> like like yeah coming out of my pants uh-huh. almost so flying out of your butt crack exact poo flying out of my butt crack. <laughs> oh yeah because we're you wanted to get it with like holding balloons don't you even know the tragedy ew ew a poo flying out of your butt crack <laughs> nice decision I, i'm not even the slightest bit embarrassed about that You're right i'm says tol- the cherry i'm totally <laughs> embarrassed about this but i share this with you guys openly because what if I, and I literally was at the tattoo parlor, but the man could tell my apprehension. So he put water in the gun mm-hmm. and um, my body literally could not sit on the chair. Yeah. The so, pain for you was too much. Because it had consequences. Right. I knew, I knew that I hadn't done the work. Yeah. It was too impulsive. Isn't that funny? Mm-hmm. How your subconscious is like, no, no, no. No, no, no. <laughs> and not only that, it was so strong, it was emanating off me that the individual who does this for yeah. a living. Took precaution. <laughs> he was like, yeah, we're not doing this. Yeah. That I can tell, friend, that that's a lame idea. <laughs> and I'm going to help you here. So, uh, so yes, making decisions are difficult. It's worth doing the work, regardless of what the subject matter is, whether it's elective cosmetic surgery, which is, 
life-changing and life-endangering um, tattooing, which also has its mm-hmm. amount of risk. Danger. I would attest to this. Could Piercings be life-threatening. Depending. Could be, depending on so who you are. must be worth it. I'm, I'm open to this conversation. Um, let's talk about some other things like getting married. Yes, that is, it has a lot of components to the decision. I used to be the one in my rebellious self. (laughs) I'm never getting married. I'm never having kids. (laughs) I am my own person and I will stay that way till I die. Never is a big word. That was my thing. I put my foot down. Um, I don't know if that came from being of a split family. Could be. Um, I don't know. I mean, I didn't think it was that traumatizing, but I had a very strong opinion as a young one, that I was never getting married. I couldn't it, tell you why. Impression. Impressionable, yeah. if not, you know, um, what did you just say, dramatic? Like, it, it, yeah. it, not necessarily, I mean, who knows, like, where you internalize that yeah, information. I just, I just thought I was never getting married, and that was my decision, and I would tell people, and they would be like, eh, well, you know, I always got resistance. Of course, I was young. People don't mm-hmm. take you seriously when you're young, which pisses me off, but Anyway, I still have a little bit of a weirdness about getting married Mm -hmm. um, just because I don't necessarily believe in spending money on a wedding. Um, So there's lots of decisions that go with that. A lot of people, like I just said, get a lot of flack for Mm -hmm. either saying they want to get married or they don't want to get married. Well, if you have kids and you're not married, you know, we have some people that tell you that that's wrong. We have some people that tell you that it's dumb if you get married just because you're pregnant or just because you want to have sex or just because you want to have a baby. Don't get married for that cause, you know. Mm-hmm. There's so many people's opinions coming into these decisions, but if you're going to make it for yourself, you have to do a lot of work. You have to do the work, and that's the point. You have to look at your own life and say, it's hard and scary well, to you look at to yourself do, right. and say, what am I doing this for? Right. What is Why do motive? I want to get married? So I'll use myself as an example. I come from a, a pretty rough, broken family. You guys know my background. I'm a survivor of childhood sexual abuse. I, alcoholic parents, I felt like I wanted to be married immediately so that I could rebuild my family right. and I would be whole. Right. So I often got engaged and unengaged and engaged mm-hmm. and unengaged and engaged. And it, it was a horrible, I switched boyfriend. I mean, it was just horrible. <laughs> Those of you that know me, I'm very sorry. <laughs> it wasn't good. People but, from my past. <laughs> from my past. But you know, I know now looking back that I didn't do the work. Mm-hmm. What was my motive for wanting to marry this person? Was I in love with cover this person? Up, cover it up, cover just it up. Just run away, run yeah. away, build something different, mm-hmm. build something Quick. different. Yeah. And then when it's time to pull the trigger, I didn't, ha- I didn't like have the tattoo. bullets. I didn't have the bullets. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah, so it's really, and some people actually do pull a trigger, and that's the part that's scary to me. Well, they actually do get married. There's a lot of people my age and younger getting married for various reasons, pregnant, um, parents won't let them be together unless they're married. Um, there's a lot of people doing that, and then uh, along the lines, we'll see. Um, there's there's a couple that I know that's been together for six years, and we're, why aren't you engaged? You know, why aren't you getting married? They have a specific decision that they're making. Um I don't know. It's just you obviously mm-hmm. were getting engaged and wanting to get married for the wrong reasons mm-hmm. for yourself. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people that are engaged and are married and that suited that suits and them. And it's great because they did the work. Right. That that was they had that decision they knew for their a motive. long, long time. I think of Megan Rose. This yeah. is a gal that she, we've known forever. Yep. She's young lady. She's engaged to the love of her life. And it and it's right because they've been together forever, first mm-hmm. of all, and they've gone to counseling yeah. for it and they've done the work mm-hmm. and now they're waiting a long time to do it. Like it's just, yeah. it seems from the outside that they, they checked all the boxes. If you made a correct decision, you don't have regret later on. Mm-mm. And regret can come in the form of many things such <laughs> as a divorce. 
domestic violence. Oh. Um, there's a lot of, <laughs> a lot of uh, regret that appears in people that maybe didn't wait enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, waiting, we say waiting. We're not putting a time cap no, on any it, of these, these decisions. It could be a week. That yeah. you, that as you, long as you've done the work. Just do the work. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. And I, this is not based off of any, you know, science medical journal. This is just no. in our family, in our, and not, not necessarily our family, because I don't believe in families giving you rules to, like, live your life by. But as, you know, like-minded people, we agree that mm-hmm. there's there's some sort of time that needs to happen between the idea and the action, you know, in some sort of decision-making mm-hmm process yeah um i don't know just work it's a lot of do the work be be vulnerable to yourself and and look inward um yeah because you're the one that knows the answer to that and you don't justify it to me or to real or to your family or anybody just if you're not okay if somebody (laughs) asks you why are you doing this you tell them the reason and you need to fight them and argue with them about why it's the reason. You're not ready yet. You're not ready. You should be so comfortable in your own opinion that you do not care what anyone says. Yeah. They could try to convince you all day long and you're like, nope, I know it's the right decision. See, there are some things in my life that I am like that. Mm-hmm. There is nothing you could say that would change my mind or alter my viewpoint. There you go. I, I just, decision made. And I have no shame mm-hmm. about it. And I, there's a couple of things I'm thinking of that... Um, I'm only recently happy to share publicly mm-hmm. because I did a lot of work. Right. <laughs> I did a lot of work and I'm like, how do I really feel about this very controversial subject? Right. If you feel apprehension in your decision making you're process, not ready. you're not ready yet. You're just not ready. If if you get angry or flustered when c- explaining it to somebody, you're not ready. You're not ready. You know, if you're not 100% confident with no justification needed to anyone, you're not ready yet. Yeah. In our opinion. I mean, I I think that's kind of a general yeah, rule, I but, think for any decision, um, and that could, I don't know, like, okay, so having children, not having children. Again, something for me that changes. I'm still not comfortable mm-hmm. in my decision. I don't really know yet. I don't mm-hmm. know where I'm going to be. I don't, I don't know. You're, but do, I, you're doing the work. Yeah, but, and, and I'm admitting to myself that I'm in the process. Mm-hmm. I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. Um, there's few people I know that they were born wanting to have kids, mm-hmm. you know, and they're just I, waiting to do it. I was one of those people. Yeah, and obviously worked out pretty well with your mm-hmm. life you agree I mean your yeah. decision was made you got yeah. pregnant you already knew what you were gonna do boom bam family there you yeah. know like- and I was one of those women um I openly and transparently share with you I wasn't married when I got pregnant um I was newly with Rio's father mm-hmm. um who I adore I don't think I was in love with him mm-hmm. even at the time but what a great man mm-hmm. um so when we found out we were pregnant, I just was laughing. I was like, well, of course I am. <laughs> She's come here now. Yeah, I already knew time. you were a girl. Yeah. I already knew who you were. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's now? <laughs> oh, okay. So for me, there was like no question in right. my mind. I was well, like, your decision had been made. You had already... I had done I, the work. Well, that's the whole point of this paper hope stuff mm-hmm. is because you wrote journals to your future kids. I wrote... I wrote my life story to my children when I was 14, 15 years yeah, old. Yeah, so that's a decision <laughs> that was like already ingrained in your brain. That was so great. See, that's what I mean. Like, it's so great. Like, here right. here I am, a very young woman at 23 years old, not in love with my partner, um, finding myself pregnant and being like, oh, this is awesome. Right. There was <laughs> I'm going to no work this out. Regret no. Because no. your decision was such. That's... That's no. the way your life was. You're happy with it at the end. Yeah. And if you didn't do the work, how horrible would that scenario have been? It would have been life changing. How uncomfortable 
would you have been in every aspect of that scenario? I, it would be horrible. It would have been horrible. Right. No, that's that's why you can even do the work on things that you've not necessarily needed to make yeah. the decision yet. So like Dr. Thompson talks about um, when you have your partner, you that's should be exactly t- what I was going to say. You're going to talk to your partner about what happens if we get pregnant. I think I should start a campaign because I believe so strongly <laughs> before you have sex with someone, don't you think you should get their viewpoints on children? Yes. Do they want any? Do they agree with abortion? Do they not agree? Are you guys going to get in a big fight about what's happening in your body? What? Like, there's so many things. Yeah, what happens if you go through your genetic testing and you find out that there's something at, that's not typical about the baby you're carrying? Well, Are you and your you partner agree? Or agree? Right. How you proceed? Do you agree in marriage if you get pregnant? Do you agree with moving in if you get pregnant? But That just blows my mind yes. that people can have sex and not... The point of having sex is to have a baby. And yep. if you're not going to make decisions together prior stupid yeah stupid six is also for pleasure but well the end result is to make is making a baby so you don't have to have you don't have to have sex just to make a baby that's true but the point of in nature to have sex babies make the baby just beware of that if you didn't know now you know (laughs) (laughs) we should maybe dabble with this topic when we come back i got a a harsh word to say (laughs) but for now we need to take a break before i do say something super mean you're listening to big rope next generation and we are on the empowerment channel so Now you can take your favorite Voice America radio program with you anywhere. Sign up for our mobile app if you have an iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry. The Voice America interactive radio player, powered by Aircast, gives you the freedom to listen to any of our programs anywhere, live, and on demand. No registration is required. Listen to your favorite Voice America hosts and discover new ones. Download the Voice America mobile app for iPhone, Android, or BlackBerry, powered by Aircast. Visit the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. You're listening to the Paper Hope Next Generation. Want to ask a question or select a topic for a future show? Please send an email to info at paperhope.com. That's info at paperhope.com. Now, back to Rio, Tamara, and Yvonne on Paper Hope Next Generation. Welcome back to the program, Paper Hope Next Generation. <laughs> I almost forgot what show we were doing. She belched really loud before the break <laughs> and was trying to compose herself. And I she forgot all time Woo! and space. So, If you guys ever want to know like what our mic checks look like. Disgusting. Um, you can, you can, I think, it, I don't know what page it's on. It might be on Perry Damone, um, the founder of Kid Stars page and I've I don't remember which page I pinned it on but it's on Facebook somewhere yeah. you can see our mic checks and it's burping oh yeah the video is nice it's awesome it's really good <laughs> but we actually have a show for you today that's not about belching um it's about making decisions and whether they're life-changing ones permanent ones temporary ones we were talking about sex in the last <laughs> segment and I got real fired up just by personal experience with a close dear friend of mine um who's a bit not ready for a committed relationship um, just because, you know, didn't do the work yet. She's not done the work. Um, And I sat with her one time with her and her boyfriend that she is having sex with. 
Sorry. Um, protected, non-protected. Non-protected by any means. Um, I asked them. I was like, so what's your what's your viewpoints on abortion, guys? Just just because I know that she's not going to ask him. So let's figure it out. And you're having unprotected sex. Yes. So this is a valid they question. They were so sheepish and embarrassed and like uncomfortable with talking about it. Now, I agree maybe they didn't want to talk about it in front of me, but I could tell that they had not even brought it up at all. And so I, I was like, I was so annoying. I was like, don't you think you should maybe have had that discussion after you had sex for the past like three months already? Yeah, what happens if you find yourself pregnant? Right, what are you going to do? And then he said an answer that she didn't agree with. Oh. And they still haven't addressed it. They're still mm-hmm. dating. And that just blows my mind. So this That's immature. Of- I just want to put it out there. And I, I mean, no offense by it when I'm saying it. It, it literally is immature. Right. You're not... if Childish. You, you're, you're childlike if you're doing this. And you know what? You shouldn't be having sex. Talk to your partner about your decisions. What do we need to do to put it in your head? <laughs> I don't know because I don't know. It, it's so important. If you're going to share your body intimately like that, you should share your soul. Uh, it makes me so mad. Yeah. Because parents don't talk about it. Um, I don't know of a, a big number of, pro- of medical professionals that talk about it besides my own doctor. God mm. love her. Oh, um, I love her. I don't, I don't know of any schools that talk about that aspect of sex ed. Um, uh, no, you need to be. Short circuit. <laughs> I know. If you are picking a partner, you at least should be on the same page on some of the things that could affect your lives drastically. One yeah, of those well, is engaging in sex and creating a baby, whether right. it's intentional or accidentally. Because there's also, you know, more innocent decisions. Mm-hmm especially in my age bracket, I mean, if you're dating to just figure out who you like, fine. But if you're dating to marry like I am, mm. you need to talk about likes, dislikes. You need to talk about children, deal no breakers, children, non-deal breakers, money, no where money. Where you live, how do you deal with finances, la la la. Parents, like, These in-laws. are not just things that you just, quote, learn. You need to ask questions yes. and decide as a couple, especially if you're in a long relationship, mm-hmm. what's going to happen? Because this is real life, bitches. Like, mm-hmm. we need to decide. Do you, but do you know why people don't have these conversations? And this goes for every single thing that we have talked about today, because they don't want to know the truth. And when you're making a life-changing decision, wouldn't you want to know that your partner doesn't want children? And I'll give you a real-life example. One of my lifelong friends married a young man who younger than her. He comes from lots of kids, lots of cousins, and she never wanted to have kids. Somehow they got married. He wanted kids. They didn't think that was going to be a problem. Do you think they're still married? (laughs) I hope not. <laughs> They're not. I hope he is with someone who wants kids. They're and not married. With someone who doesn't. And yes, the answer to that happily is that they are both found partners that are more like-minded, but they spent years. They could have avoided oh. that whole bad thing. I mean, they, it, nothing's, you know, it wasn't 100% bad. for the bad. And I'm not saying there. that it was bad, I know. but it, it, it really broke my heart because it, there was a period of time where it was great for them and then it moved into this other thing that was bad for everyone right. not just them but everyone around lost friends oh um, it was so hard yeah. and it really was heartbreaking because clearly it was because they differed in right. this very critical decision why wasn't that a discussion <laughs> before they got together i don't know let alone before they started getting intimate let alone before they started getting engaged like I don't the problem is that people don't want to face the truth they of get it. scared of the answer so guess what the answer is the same as it was then as it is now you're not going to be together right it was you should you know before the marriage it was not together 
after during the, the marriage, marriage, not together. That's and the now same answer. They're not together. It doesn't change. It doesn't I mean, change. Unless your answer to that question is, I don't know if I want to have kids. And that's yet. different. And if you're willing to take that risk with a partner and say, you know what, I'm willing to explore this with right. you, and I'm okay. My brother and sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. My brother definitely does not want children. Um, Lorena came into the marriage with a, I don't really know. Yeah. And they've been married, I forget how many years, a lot of years. Mm-hmm. And she's come to the decision, I'm good. Yeah. There you I'm go. good. Fine. And that worked. But they talked about it. <laughs> they talked about they, it. They left the decision open. Mm-hmm. And that is something that is a possibility too. Decisions don't have to be made overnight. And that's why we mm-hmm. say take the time, do, do the, the work. work, open the discussion, start the decision, and then come to a conclusion when mm-hmm. you've gathered all the pieces that you need to make a comfortable decision. If you allow yourself that time, because it's, it's luxurious to take mm-hmm. that time for sure, because it's hard. Um, your decision making will be so much better, and when you finally make the decision and you decide what you're going to do, it Just will be so without, much confidence without regret. Yeah, can you imagine living a life without regret? Mm. It's possible. It's yummy if you make correct decisions for mm-hmm. yourself. Because mm-hmm. I've done both. I've made bad ones. Um, I'll give you another example in the category of marriage. I didn't want to marry Rio's father because I was uncertain of it. But mm-hmm. the bigger my abdomen grew the more vulnerable I became to the idea that I was not confirming or um, conforming Mm -hmm. to societal norms. So at five months pregnant, I agreed to marry your dad. Oh yeah. And it was, it was (laughs) not good. Not that he's not good, but it just didn't last. My decision was horrible. It's not going to last. It was was the wrong decision on both of your parts. It's not just your fault. No, no, it was both because he should have known too. Well, yeah. I mean, he has his own hiccups in his decision process. He was being pressured by societal norms as well. Oh, he more than you, I think. (laughs) He freaked out, didn't he? He's like, we're getting married right now. (laughs) No, dad. (laughs) Uh, I know, but I mean, I'm not, I'm not. None of us are devoid of making those mistakes that you regret. Mm-hmm. Um, what I hope this conversation has done for both of us in the room and for listeners, um, for Yvonne, um, for everyone, is to at least plant a seed mm-hmm. that the decision-making can be a process that you should embrace. Mm-hmm. You should embrace it. Yep. And I used to get mad at myself if I couldn't come to a conclusion of a decision quickly, but and and I w- it would stop I myself from doing no, other do things it if sucks. I didn't make this decision. <laughs> so it's just a, it's just an experience with your decisions. You have to decide what your relationship mm-hmm. is with your decisions, mm-hmm. um, and figure out what works best for you. It's so true. Does time help you? Time helps me because helps I end me. up dropping those dumb decisions that I would make. Mm-hmm. Sometimes this happens to me all the time. I'll think of something that I want right away, whether it be something simple like going to the store mm-hmm. and buying a two hundred dollar purse. I'm like, oh my god, I need it. And then like I'm like, man, okay, I made the decision. I'm not spending any money, but I still really want it. I don't know what I should do. Like a week later, I'm like, wait, what? Didn't I want to spend money on something? I just like forget. It's like not even something Mm -hmm. that should have happened at all. It's so So, true. And even with my tattoos, I've talked about tattoos the whole time that I've been a part of Kidstar. I still don't have any. I've wanted them for a long, long time, but I keep having other factors in my life that's like, maybe we should wait. Maybe we should wait. Is a casting director in my life going to, my dream job is going to be like, oh, we need you, but you have tattoos, so never mind. Teaching, are they going to deny me at the place I really want to go? Or I just changed my mind so much. Then it's not the right time. I'm not ready To pull the trigger. You can't. I have too many ideas. I have too many things. And I don't know, maybe maybe being a blank canvas is going to be something that I identify with later on mm-hmm. instead of having artwork on my mm-hmm. body. Like, I don't know. It's really great to give yourself that time to wait mm-hmm. and really mull it over. Because yeah. if you don't know the answer or you have that weird feeling in your gut, yep, it's not right. 
So, any last thoughts on decision making? I don't know, but I have cramps. <laughs> You've decided to <laughs> to eat ha- some chocolate, <laughs> <laughs> and that is a decision mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with. <laughs> it's so true. Being a girl is really hard. Word. Woo. We should have a show about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should bring Dr. Thompson on the yes, air for that again. I love her. Yeah, we'll foreshadow a little bit on that. You just just cramps alone. I think. Oh, God, we need to talk about, yeah, we need to talk about it. Talk and, about it. And getting older and how your cramps change. <laughs> you experienced that Oh, recently. my God, you guys, I have fibroids. I don't know anything Ew. about them. I don't really know what they do or why we have them. I just know doctor diagnosed them last time I was there. Cystic fibrosis. It, no, it's not. Oh, they're, it's not that? No, something else? I don't know the difference. No, they're fibroids. They're like um, growths inside yeah. of your uterus, and it's causing a lot of problems. So I'm on this journey now of trying to figure out making a decision oh the journey oh let me tell you this does tie into what we're saying because guess what the treatment is for them birth control birth control pills which i wasn't taking but i was using a different form of birth control bt dubs mm-hmm. but now yeah. i have a hormone therapy oh, yeah. um and then if this doesn't work you guys we have to consider what's called ablation which is to me is like taking a blowtorch to my uteri <laughs> Or removal, hysterectomy. Isn't that weird to think that even at your age, having two kids, the fact that you could not have any more kids is strange? No, that part really is comforting. Are you done with... Because that's something I always wonder. Is that Does that cause you hesitation? No, no, not at all. I'm absolutely clear that you two were my kids. Nice. And in the middle, we had a miscarriage. That's cool. You guys were my kids. Nice. Um, Yeah, no, it doesn't bother me. What bothers me is is tinkering with something that could affect me. So just like the cosmetic surgery, what's going to happen when you take my uterus out? What's going to happen to my hormones? Mm -hmm. What? what? Mm -hmm. These are decisions. Yeah. These are big decisions and they affect my family. They affect my work group. They affect everyone. So I'm, y'all, you're going to be on this journey with me. I'm moving real slow. Life's a journey. I'm going to practice my preach. I think we're real hungry. So we're starting to get a little loopy. (laughs) (laughs) So just in closing, I think we're running out of time. I just wanted to say, meant no offense in this discussion. Rio and I do not have all the answers. We simply want to pose some questions to make you think. Mm -hmm. Um, If you disagree, Awesome. Let us know, please. Yeah, I'm there good. Was a, there was an interaction, and I think it's even on air, um, talking about music. Somebody had a different oh, opinion I loved of me. It. it was our mashup. Yeah, so go check out the mashup show. It's on the Kids Star, uh, Voice America Kids section of Voice America. And it's on um, kidstar.org as yeah. well. Um, I Somebody said something, and I was like, oh my God, you're right. Like, that's something it I never It was so considered. enlightening. So I just want to let you know that we are completely open to your disagreement because mm-hmm. what if you say something that I never got in my head? As and I would like to learn. I would like to learn. I'm very. Yep. So well, thank you. Th- though. What? Oh, oh, thank you for being (laughs) here, everyone. We love you so much. Thank you for being part of this very controversial, (laughs) dramatic conversation. We'll catch you next time um, on Paper Hope Next Generation on the Voice American Empowerment Channel. Thanks so much for listening. Hey, thanks for listening to Paper Hope Next Generation. Be sure to check out the blog at paperhope.com for more during the week. And we hope to see you again next Saturday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Bye for now.